and we are live. Hey, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whatever time it is, wherever you're listening from. I'm Chipo, and this is episode two of Chi Talks. I would love Oh, this is the part where I'm supposed to say the podcast about life, love, and everything in between. Let's roll with it. Let's roll with it. I'm starting to think I should probably do a little script for my intros. Because if I leave it to chance, I'm not sure. I'm always unsure of how things are going to start. Like right now. You know, this. I'd love to say this is the first recording. No, we've tried this like four or five times. <laughs> Because it's the 2nd of March at 8.38 in the morning and I didn't court this in advance like I promised myself I would. So now we are here expecting to create some form of a coherent podcast within the next 30 minutes because I procrastinated and procrastinated and sat there like, nah, I got it, I got it. Do I got it? We'll we'll find out at the end of um, this episode. But like I said, this is Chi Talks, my personal podcast where we discuss life, love, and everything in between. Super excited that we finally got episode one out. Woohoo! That was a whole lesson of its own. There are lots of things I learned before uploading it. Like, just get it out there. I was very... I wasn't 100% happy with the episode that I put out. Um, The main thing being the music. The background music was... I was trying to maintain consistency with what I used in my trailer. But it was very loud. Um, The more I listened to it, the more I'm like... "Mm." So shout out to all of you who listened up until the end and had to strain a little bit. Thank you. So I was doing things a little bit differently today. I opted for something quieter. I kind of like to have music playing in the background with my voice because I just, I I feel like, you know, it adds a little, it adds a little bit of spice. It was like adding salt to your food. Or, okay, salt isn't essential, so music might not be an essential, but it's like adding, you know, the basic spices. For those of you who spice your food, I hope it's everybody because one thing we don't do here is we don't eat unseasoned food. We season our food. My basics for, you know, most of my dishes are salt, pepper. Um, there's an aromat equivalent for my southerners. I don't know about the rest of you if you have aromat in your countries. It's here in Cyprus. Um, but I don't know where else in the world it is. I'm going to assume that, you know, you all know what aromat is. But there's an arom- there's an aromat equivalent here called tuzot. Um, yeah, it just adds ka spice and hot pepper though the hot pepper flakes here are very baby like and i say that because i have a very sensitive palate so those are like my standard essentials and did i mention garlic powder yeah i'd be adding garlic powder that stuff is the plug who needs to fight with garlic when you have garlic powder i still fight with garlic because sometimes the powder just isn't enough but like i said i have my essentials then you know you know they're the secondary spices like oregano um what else is there oregano cumin depending on what you're adding to depending on what you're cooking if you're making a curry then it's an essential but what i'm trying to say is i just feel like adding music 
um kind of adds a little bit of a vibe to what i'm saying especially with the fact that i'm speaking by myself i know that there are podcasters who you know just share their words as is and that's great maybe i'll try it out yeah maybe that'll be next week's episode the one with no music and then you know you those of you who are interactive can let me know what you feel works better with music without the music i already know off the jump last week's music did not work great vibe but i tried using in the the app that i published from i tried using the in-house music edition tool it worked great for the trailer but it didn't work so well for the episode maybe it's because it was it wasn't as long i mean it was too long so i've done external things here and just take matters into my own hands um let's see how it goes and that's the reality of starting something it's rarely ever going to start like amazingly i did get some very kind you know feedback on the podcast and then some constructive one where the music was brought up and i was like yeah i felt that i definitely felt that too but instead of fretting over it i was like no it's okay next week is um next week is the time to do better next week is a chance to do better so that's what we're working on now i'm also working on speaking a bit slower i think i spoke a bit fast and it's tough to decipher between is this a me problem or is this a problem that needs to be addressed because there's some me problems that you know i may pick up that you wouldn't have even noticed until i said so so i could have been there like oh i was speaking too fast and you're like no go you sounded fine but i know i did i i do speak fast i'm aware of my 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 faux pas is that is that correct whether it is or not i've already said it but i know that i tend to speak fast especially when i get into the flow of something and i mumble my words like especially towards the end of sentences which was such a humbling thing when i discovered that i'm a mumbler because i'm a i'm a public speaker and one of the things I'm, i'm a public speaker and um <laughs> in my high school years i was a pretty serious uh, performing artist i was i did drama um from uh, all through my high school i took it up as a high school one of my my our system was called matric so from the 10th grade to your final year you select three specific subjects you want to focus on in addition to math uh or maths literacy which was the alternative for those who didn't want to do maths um not me telling you my entire high school curriculum <laughs> but yes uh, my parents made me take physics and biology i did not want to take either of those but okay i said as a compromise you let me take drama and yeah so i was in the performing arts i was really good actually i almost studied drama after after um high school but i don't have uh, i don't have that drive i just knew that i don't have the drive or i don't have what it takes to you know pursue a career in the performing arts i was like nope i don't but i digressed to say that as a public speaker and someone who has been on the stage multiple times one of the first things your teachers and instructors will stomp out of you is your mumbling so knowing that i do mumble now 
is such a humbling thing. Because I'm like, I thought I worked on this. But it happens. It's just on me to ensure that I enunciate my words. I enunciate them as clearly as possible so you can hear what I am saying without straining your ears. But another thing that's a bit of a problem when recording with the mic is the S's. And I seem to pronounce my S's quite well. So, you know, you can never win. There are always things. There are always things. And how I became aware of my S's is in the last couple of years when I did my podcast with my my, my best friend Anita. Uh, someone brought that up that they're like, mm, your S's and T's are a little bit sharp. That's how I got into editing audio it's a process i'm not gonna lie i might not do it with every single one if it does come out that you know these s's are a little bit overly pronounced we'll work on it if not eh, we'll be okay i did contemplate making a cup of coffee while recording but it felt like bad manners it did feel like bad manners to (laughs) to be drinking a whole beverage and when i have my coffee i get all into my coffee so I'm like, let's leave that for this week. Maybe when we start doing like videos, don't get excited. That doesn't mean that's happening anytime soon. Maybe when I start doing videos in the long future, I'll have my cup of coffee there, my mic away from me, and that could work. But if not, eh, <laughs> we'll be okay. But as I said before, the goal, one thing I learned from last last week, and it could be a life lesson, is I, I want to take things easier, slower, and calmer. There's no rushing. I'm not going anywhere. You know, I have 30 minutes with you and your ears if you decide to listen the whole way through. Of which I just want to say thank you to the repeat listeners who are here for a second week in a row. Thank you for showing up last week. If you're new to the podcast, thank you for showing up today. If you feel like going back to the first episode, by all means, go. It may sound a little bit different. Excuse me. It might sound a little bit different to this week's episode. But, you know, there's still a lot of fun in it. And there's a lot you can glean from it. So, don't worry. Uh, In realizing or saying, uh, I'm showing up as my full self. It's also important for me to realize or acknowledge what my full self is. So I can be very expressive and enthusiastic, but I can be a bit of a fast talker and I don't finish my sentences properly. So there's awareness that comes into it so I can be a better person and a better podcaster. Can I call myself a podcaster? I mean, I've been doing this for two weeks and I know, I know. There'll be a lot of you who'll be like, own it, believe it, walk in it. I say that to a lot of people too, but I'm just like, you know, it's been two, it's, it's just been two episodes. Maybe at the 10th episode, imagine if we hit 10 episodes. That's 10 weeks from now. Mm-mm, mm-mm, math. Girl, that's eight weeks from now. Oh, that's actually, that's very achievable. Yeah, but then that would be that it was a podcaster party. We're going to do something then at the 10th episode. I don't know what, but we're going to do something. Because we celebrate all the wins around here. Okay? That's what we do. Um, but I realized that in order to be a better podcaster, I need to pay attention to things. Writing is different. I can just, you know, um, run it through 
a word um through grammarly which i don't i have beef with grammarly but let's not talk about that right now or i edit it or you know i can tweak it but audio there's a lot less room for control what you what you get is what you get with the minimal edits yes but um I'm not an expert at it, so I'm not going to act like I know what I'm doing half the time because sometimes I don't know what I'm doing and I'm hoping for the best. But, you know, we're trying. We're trying. <laughs> um, before I conclude on my reflections on, you know, starting and releasing, I think the one thing that is so interesting is how... And I got this a bit when I when I when I started this podcast or whenever I start a new project is oh wow Chipo, it's so awesome that you know you're so brave for sharing yourself or you're so brave for and I'm like no 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 <laughs> no it's not bravery I don't even know to be honest I don't even know why I do some of these things maybe it's my no no it's my inner need to connect with people or to make people feel like they're not alone. Or to, you know, just, yeah, to make people feel like they're not alone. That's the summation of every single project that I do. And I've realized that to do those projects, I have to put my social anxiety and my incessant need to isolate to the side. Because it's not about me. But best believe, when I am recording, when I am writing, when I have to create another social media post... I am screaming on the inside because I'm like, why do I have to do this? I mean, I could stop. But the thing is, this this thing that I have in me to want to help people or just connect with people because maybe you don't need my help. Maybe you're just here because you need to talk. You need someone to, 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 you need to listen to someone. You just want to hear, you know, someone just talk. And that's okay. But I also enjoy creating. It's a, it's a double-edged sword because... Double-edged, double-edged. Pick your poison. It's a double-edged sword because... (sighs) There's the joy of creating. But I feel like creating nowadays is not the same as, you know, when I first started off in 2013. Oh, wow, it's been 10 years. 2013, sorry. 2013 is when I started um, my first blog it felt different. Then there was also a lot more room for unhinged behavior because how I even promoted my first blog back then, I used to tag everyone and their cousin in my Facebook status. And on Twitter, I used to um, tag the more prominent Zimbabwean media accounts and they would share it and people would read it. And I'm like, wow. Nowadays, yeah. dealing with Instagram, I haven't even promoted this on Twitter yet. I'm still trying to figure out if I want to do that. Because Twitter is great, right? I'm an avid user. I've been off it, though, for about a month. Uh, it's not been a month, Chipo. No, no. Three weeks. Yeah, I've been off it for almost a month. But um, the community is there is great. But when they have your time, man, they have your time. So I'm still trying to figure out if I want to open this up to that audience just yet. It's funny, though, because a lot of the people that I am interact with frequently on twitter or on my instagram or on my newsletter or in my newsletter crew which in case you don't know what i'm talking about when i say the newsletter i run a newsletter called the pop notes it's a weekly newsletter that goes out weekly (laughs) 
so we can use that that goes out weekly no duh um on thursdays usually around the same time as the podcast episode comes out so if you want like a written reminder that you're doing the best you can with what you have just head over to my instagram and click the link in my bio to find the sign up link there or you can go to my website www.cheapofaith.com and you'll see a tab there that says newsletter and you sign up right there uh, depending on what you listen and what time you listen you might miss today's newsletter but there is always next week may not happen today but that's why i love tomorrow or next week or the week after so concluding the segment on my reflections on starting this podcast i'm still excited um it would be awkward if i wasn't i was um pleasantly surprised by the response to it i only thought like four or five people were gonna listen and i was okay with that because four or five is better than zero and i'm very much i'm here to hold space for the no matter how many people show up it's not false humility it's not me trying to sound fake humble no it's genuinely when you know why you're doing what you're doing vanity metrics have to take a a step back because i could get a thousand of you but imagine a thousand people who only listen to five minutes of the podcast that's actually really bad for your stats instead of having like i'm more focused on creating an engaged audience of listeners and the benefit of starting a podcast over um over um a newsletter is i don't get to see who unsubscribes that's the worst thing about the newsletter i hate that i have to see that well that is a metric i have to pay attention to who unsubscribed why do you unsubscribe do i need to do better i know a best practice for email marketing is to add a survey why did you unsubscribe i don't have the heart for it i don't want to know but that's also because it's not a marketing thing with that with that um newsletter it's if you want to listen i mean if you want to be a part be a part if you leave no judgment i just uh, because even if you tell me i'm not going to change anything i'm not i feel like these were too emotional well (laughs) sorry or they were too long i'm not going to shorten them unless there's like a consensus that i should shorten them i'm still trying to figure out how to get that feedback but that's the wild ride of starting it never ends. I will probably have more reflections after this episode because we're still starting. Last week was just part one or part two since the trailer. This is part three. So the journey continues. It's a new month. March. March 2nd. Happy new month to all of you. I love March <laughs> um, because it is my birthday month. Woo-hoo. My birthday is officially in, it's in a couple of weeks. 17 days 19th of march i may be biased in saying this but i feel like that is such a good birth date march 19 i don't know why it just feels that number 19 i'm not about to go into numerology don't mind me i I just like it also there's something about march and i've noticed that especially moving to the northern hemisphere is that march is kind of when the weather starts changing it becomes warmer the days become longer the vibe is just nicer and i'm like yeah yeah because march is when all the good things come in i'm yet to meet a march baby who's bad vibes 
I need to think about that real carefully because I just I put a lot of pressure on March babies right now. I'm so sorry, March babies. But now this is your call to do better so you can prove me right. And okay, I've met a couple of bad apples or awkward apples, but compared to some other months, let me let me not let me not say anything further there. We'll, we'll talk about that another time. But um, this month I'm turning. This is the month I turn thirty. A whole me is turning thirty, and right now I'm calm about it. When I realized that my birthday was soon, was six months away in September, that's when my meltdown started. Where I was like, "What do you mean I'm turning thirty? Who is turning thirty? I am turning thirty. It can't be. In my head, I'm still twenty-three. Not really. It's not that deep. I am very much an adult who's aware that she's an adult, but you know, it came with a lot of feelings, and this month leading up to and even after my birthday we're going to talk the theme is going to be you know the road to 30 30 30 me 30 chi which one do you think sounds better 30 me or 30 chi road to 30 chi's journey to 30 chi is 30 hashtag no i'll think about it but there have been a lot of feelings about turning 30 because it's obviously the end of a decade my 20s and my 20s were oh boy (laughs) my 20s were a lot as expected because you know it's my first decade being an adult transitioning away from being dependent on my parents to independence working learning how to write an email properly learning about the horrors that are i hope this email finds you well relationships oh god yeah friendships um i know i sound dramatic when i talk about relationships but guys it's my my relationship life actually hasn't been that bad (laughs) i mean there hasn't been like anything extraordinary like oh i you know got pushed down a mountain by the man i thought i was going to marry no (laughs) there have been you know it's fair share there have been my fair share of heartbreaks and you know but there have also been really good moments and that's something i'm grateful to have gleaned from you know my experiences i believe i believe in i don't 100 believe in dating to marry in the sense that i don't believe that the moment i'm in a relationship with someone we are we're, we're dating to marry well no wait okay that's pressure that's why i don't even know you I know what you have presented, but I do not have enough enough information to say, oh, this is the man I want to spend the rest of my life with. But those of you who have been able to look at your partners and be like, this is the one. I I knew from the start, I I am yet to experience that, but I respect it. I'm going to need some time. I'm going to need some time and information. Because this heart of mine tends to believe the best in people. I've learned to bring it under subjection where I'm like, let's let's gather intel first before we determine that this person is amazing, as I would expect anyone to do to me. But um, with my perspective of relationships, I believe that it's okay. Relationships can end. It's devastating. Don't don't get me wrong. I don't walk into a relationship like, oh, it's going to end. Uh, especially if I enjoy the person's company, which would be awkward if I didn't. But I do make room for, you know, things can change. People can change their minds. I've changed my minds. I've had people change their minds on me. It didn't make getting over it easier, but I'm glad I'm at a point where I'm at, I'm the type of person who can clean, you know, 
the good parts of the relationships like oh from this one i learned this or this one we had good laughter or man this person was funny unfaithful but they were funny <laughs> you know it's balance you take two different things but um how did we panage talking about relationships ah because i glitched but yes in this um whole spectrum of my 20s i learned so many things about myself like it was discovery it was horrifying discovery is horrifying there was healing there was there were so many moving parts and i know that the 30s are going to have their own i keep being told it's amazing when you get here let me go find out i'm hopeful but like i said the coming weeks we will discuss more of my thoughts on turning 30 my reflections on my 20s i may bring in some people who were very integral parts of my my 20s um that's exciting but before i close out because i'm looking at the clock i'm like you know it's time to round up girls time to round up not that much it's amazing how time flies i've gone from thinking i don't have time to i have time no i've gone from why have so much time to i don't have time but to start talking about my 30s we need to talk about my new year which is 2023 and there are a few things you know I entered this year different. 2020, I was hella excited, made all the plans. I even designed a planner. Then the pandemic happened. 2021, I was ex- I was I was cautiously optimistic. Yeah, 2021, I was cautiously optimistic. I was like, let's see how this year goes. More cautious than optimistic because of what had happened in 2020. 2022, I was exhausted. I was just like, man, I'm just trying to get through. I don't know what happened. There are a lot of things that happened throughout 2022 that made me be like, no, we need to do differently for 2023. And I think it still takes, it still, you know, goes back to what I said about how I'm entering this podcast, which is taking it slower, easier and calmer. But the three main points I made for my new year, and these will permeate, like these will apply to every part of my life, honestly, was less obsessing over what i should be um i am an overachieving people recovering people pleaser who was also the firstborn daughter in her family (laughs) and attended a predominantly white institution for high school as one of the only black kids i have obsessed over being the best i can be who was also a a a pastor's child i am a pastor's child my parents are pastors before they were deacons but there are all these things where i was required to make sure i'm always putting my best foot forward as best as possible you can't fail you can't mess up you can't and i obviously internalized that all the way throughout my 20s but this year or it started last year really i made up my mind to obsess less over what I should be. Easier said than done because, man, that uh, that monster rears its ugly head a lot of times. It's like, girl, you you didn't... For example, I didn't start my new year in church. Um, <laughs> I was with friends, and then, you know, we went out, which was very different for, for me. Oh, sorry, my voice just glitched. Um, 
it was very different for me because usually I'm like, no, I want to start my year quietly. No, I want to be in church. This pastor said, you know what? God, I know you see me, you hear me. We've talked about this year. This is how I want to do it. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. That's not what we're doing here. And none of you are going to tell me whether it's right or wrong because then I will cuss you out. But how you start your year it's always good to start your year right but if you happen to have a hiccup don't think that you've not ruined the tone for the year do your things intentionally especially from a christian perspective if you're doing this transactional thing of i started my 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 year in church therefore eh, 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 eh. therefore who because you have a right to what do it out of your heart because you wanted to spend more time with god at the beginning of the year or, you know, you wanted to be with the brethren. Or you just wanted to be, you know, praise and worship. But now, if you think that, hey, I now automatically have a head start and I deserve all the nice things because I started my year in this. Oh, God, where is this? I'm entitled to. You're doing it all wrong. And I'm here to tell you. That's not what we do that for. And you have no right to, you know, side-eye other people for how they start their years. You know, and I'm not saying this to defend myself. I couldn't care less. I had a great time. I had a great time. It took me a heck of a time to recover on new, the 1st of, of January. And I'm not doing that again. But I had fun. It was a beautiful time. We chilled with some new friends. They were new friends for me. Um, I was with my friend Anita. And yeah, some of her artist friends. We had a great time. We set our intentions. We talked about life. And then we prayed. We prayed at midnight. We prayed, you know, thank God. And then it was like, all right, cool was ready to turn up which <laughs> was funny i think everyone should have that moment but it was a good time but i what i appreciated about that it wasn't a, oh what are people going to think or what am i going to think it's more of what do i think of myself because we obsess so much about thinking about what other people are going to think when one of the most important opinions is what do i think of myself sometimes we even use that what are people going to think as a mask for what we think of ourselves Instead of saying, what do I think of myself? Because I realized that my biggest problem was actually me. And if I'm not okay with myself, how do I expect other people to be okay with me? Even if people are okay with me, it's going to mean nothing because I've got this inner obsession that I'm not okay or I'm not good enough or I'm not doing well. So that first point of less obsessing over what I should be now eases into the second point of more embracing of who I am. Which, you know, is a good thing. In terms of embracing my awesomeness because i know i'm an amazing person i'm an amazing human being i'm a vibe i'm an experience i wouldn't say i'm like the main event but i'm pretty close you know i'm a, I'm a, I'm a member i'm i am a memorable event mm, i'm a member I'm a mem- <laughs> hey, let's try again but it's also i wrote that also to embrace the not so good sides of my sides of myself that was what december was for me december was a real long time of isolation i was isolated for a bit of december yes i'd see my friends but most of it i was alone in my room um and i had to confront a lot of things about myself a lot of wounds those are very hey it was an uncomfortable time and i didn't handle it the best way sometimes but it was good for me to see it through because in embracing myself or wanting to live life you know on my own terms you have to be able to advocate i have to like i have to be able to advocate for my myself completely i have to be aware of myself 
I have to know what I'm working with. So while I am this amazing human being, I know that I can also be oversensitive. I have big feelings. I feel big feelings all the time. And I used to hate that and stomp it out. I have a sunny disposition and a, you know, that a relatively rose-tinted perspective of life. But I can also be deeply, deeply pessimistic. So I learned, I'm, I'm learning to embrace all the sides of myself so I know what to work on what's there and you know you can't get one part if you want the full cheaper experience you can't get you know the good side without the bad it's all of us we're all here so embracing more of who i am is that embracing my insecurities so i know what to do with them embracing my anxieties my fears embracing my horrible relationship with rejection which has actually improved. It's improved so much, but that was a result of, you know, sitting through why I had an issue with it, why I used to internalize it. Now, I'm a lot better. Really and truly, I am. I don't cry when I see rejection letters. You know, if, you know, things don't work out, I'm like, okay. I have a better perspective on it. And we can talk about that in another episode because rejection, (laughs) that's a whole thing. That is the whole thing. I've even made a note. Must speak about rejection. And the last one is making more time for myself, especially in my person, in my, in my, in concerning relationships. By relationships, I mean everybody now. But I do have to make a note that I realized that in a lot of my romantic relationships, I used to take a step back and put the person before me. Um. So the best example I can give was last year before my last relationship um, eh, crashed and burned. I was like bedridden, not feeling well. I was, and I hadn't heard from my then partner in like a day, like a day and a half. No, no, the whole day, but it had started becoming, you know, frequent. So... I could have just, you know, turned off my phone and paid attention to myself because I was sick. But I remember spending most of the morning trying to look for him. Like, hey, where are you? And I was just like, girl, girl, mm-mm, that's not it. Anytime I think back, that's the peak. That's the one thing that made me be like, I, no, that was not a good situation. We had our great times. We did, but eh. What are great times if you're not someone I can rely on? Especially when I am someone you can rely on. They're just some small basic things in relationships that are non-negotiables. I'm not expecting to be dependent on you. Oh, I just covered my mouth. I'm not expecting to be dependent on you. But you can't make a solid foundation if one of if you're mixing what I'm not a construction worker, so or an architect or civil engineer, so my analogy might be wrong, but like mixing, like making mixing cement and sand, can you do that? That sounds like an impure foundation to me. Anyway, I realized it was a pattern, not just even relationships, friendships work. I was the type of person who would move her days off so that she could show up. And it all rooted back to, you know, being like I have to work or do more to be accepted. And I'm like, accepted by who and how? I'm like, girl, show up as who you are. But you're not doing yourself a favor, constantly sacrificing your own time. First of all, it comes across as desperate, and nobody likes desperate. And it makes it very easy for you to be taken advantage of, of which I was a couple of times. 
um so owning up to my part in it where i'm like i need to learn to make stronger boundaries for myself if i say i'm not doing this i'm not doing this if i pick up you know this is very contrary to behavior than what i'm used to having around me i gotta take a step back still a work in progress so those are the three things for my my new year less obsessing over what i should be in my personal capacity the other things like make more money put myself out there da 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 those are obviously there but it's less obsessing over what i should be more embracing of who i am and making more time for myself and as i said these are my resolutions or my goals or my my promises to myself so we'll take stock at the end of the year but we have now come to the end of the podcast we've been gone off a little gone a little bit longer six minutes longer Ooh, child. though typically podcast episodes will be between 30 to 45 minutes i don't envision them going any longer unless we have a special guest but you know make room for anything because when you plan and when you plan (laughs) life will throw uncertainty and redirections your way but it's all good the plan is to take it one one day at a time the plan is to be chill and i hope you know you clear you 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 got something from this podcast whether it was you know a fresher outlook on life or you know you learned something more about me i know you nosy folk like hearing about people's relationships got to hear a bit more (laughs) about me on that end it won't be there every week i can promise you that but i'm feeling good i feel like this was a good episode i had fun i hope you had fun too thank you so much for tuning in like i said new episodes are released weekly you can either follow here on whatever platform you're listening to whether it's anchor fm whether it's spotify or apple podcasts those are the three ones i'm focusing on for now um we'll i'll see if there's a need to add any more later Again, if you want to join my newsletter, The Pop Notes, which is a weekly newsletter that is dedicated to reminding you that you're doing the best you can with what you have. Excuse me. Just head over to Instagram. My Instagram is chipofaith underscore. Head on over there. Click the link in the bio and you will be able to find the sign up link. Or you can go to straight to my website, www.chipofaith.com. That's www.chipofaith.com. So that's, that's that about that. Take care of yourself. Know that you are awesome. You're doing the best you can. And as I tell my newsletter crew, I'm rooting for you. Take care. Bye.